Then she uh, didn't know, like her friends had to tell her who who Arthur Dent was. So oh, she apparently, I no. apologize because apparently um, <laughs> oh. she just got a crash course in Hitchhiker's Guide from her her friends. So that's fun. Um, oh. But but uh, um, you did remember your towel though, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure I got that in. Yeah. Towel. <laughs> towel was had. Um, yes. But so, hey, fork buddies, welcome to what the fork? <laughs> I almost forgot the name of the podcast. I better get that down before Sunday. Yep. I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Uh, so we went back and forth on this. We discussed what we were going to do today. Um, as far as defending your life goes, let's let's get into that first. We're going to discuss defending your life. Arguably. Albert Brooks's best film. Um, okay. <laughs> I said arguably. Argue, yeah. And I don't want to argue about it. But, okay. But um, um, uh, as far as the, the movies he's written and directed, um, yeah. I, I would say it's top three. I mean, he's only, only done like, five. So, like, he's done five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something like that because he only did like. But there's real life. Yes. There's true, uh, uh, true, no, true not, romance. Uh, is it, it is no, true, true romance. romance. Yeah. Right? And then, no, um, it's not true romance because true romance is the um, movies can have the have same. It. It's something modern romance. Yes, modern, modern romance. romance. Uh, and then, then I think there was this after that. But right? there's the one where they go modern romance. Well, which one's the one where they go in the RV with Julie Haggerty? Oh yeah, um, Lost in America. Yes, Lost in America. There's defending your life. There's mother, mother. Uh, the muse. muse. Which I've not seen. I haven't seen the music. I haven't seen Mother either. Mother's good. And uh, then Looking for Comedy in the Muslim World. Yeah, which I also haven't seen. Which I haven't seen either. And then he just... I'd like up. to endorse his book, though, by the way. 2030 was really good. I want to... You know, it's one of those ones I always wanted to read, but just never got around to it. It's like having an Albert Brooks movie in, in book form. It's great. <laughs> um, but I, so... And I think one of his brothers, or like either his, or his kid or something, is in, the, in defending your life. I caught Einstein in the credits. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and of course, Bob Einstein's dead. Passed. Yeah. Oh, Super man. Dave. Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea they were related until like a decade ago. Yeah. Well, and you can kind of <laughs> see it in the face a little bit, but they look pretty different. And unfortunately, Bob Einstein had some some plastic surgery that made him look it's plastic it's rarely apparent in um your enthusiasm yes yeah <laughs> yeah yes very much so very much so but uh anyway it's it's my favorite i i think as far as ones that he's written and directed it's 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 been my favorite mostly mm-hmm. because of of I, I don't know. It's just it's done really well. I love Rip Torn in it, mm-hmm. and I, like I was I was telling you as I was watching it the other night, it's basically Rip Torn is doing it's it's the the the, the debut of Artie. Yeah, from uh, it's definitely Artie Larry from Larry Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just so good though. Um, it um I think I hadn't seen this probably in at least fifteen years. And so yeah, it's been the last time I watched it. I remember, I remember the first time I saw it because it was like a Sunday night, like an HBO or something. And oh. I must have been like, I don't know, like a teenager, mm-hmm. and I just thought, but I amazingly got all the jokes and just thought it was mm-hmm. the funniest thing. 
I mean, for for him, I guess you could say it was kind of broad, but mm-hmm. um, it's definitely Brooksian in nature. There's yeah. there's you hear his, you know, quick wit and mm-hmm. the one liners in there and everything. So we um, got the um, if uh, <laughs> if this were the Mormon idea of heaven, <laughs> they got the costume down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's um, is. Um, I, not to get too into it, but like you, as I'm sure you know, there are temples and uh, that only members in good standing can go to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not divulging anything like top secret here, but right. um, you can't wear your street clothes in certain areas of it. Mm-hmm. So you wear the white robes similar to the ones that Albert Brooks wears and Meryl Streep wears. They call them a tupa? Matupa. Matupa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, wild. <laughs> so you're getting a matupa. I like how everyone in the everyone in the movie seems to have told him he lo- he's lost weight. Like <laughs> I just met you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we should finish talking about what we were talking about. We've gone a little scatterbrained here already. Only five minutes in and scatterbrained. To finish up, though. We are pretty much on topic, though, today. <laughs> for, the, for the most part, no, but but did we say who we were? Well, I'm Jared. I'm Jason. You you're just, Jared. You were almost Jared just then. See, we have to get I this down be before Jared Sunday. I want to be Jared because I want to be my summer. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> it's going all right. Um, so it, it is pretty great, I got to say. Anyway. The, summer Jared. Summer Jared. Um. What at what the fork pod at, uh, on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, what the fork pod at gmail.com, LTD underscore engagement on Twitter for me, Jason E. Kyle K E I L on the Twitter. And uh, please rate and review us wherever you listen, but especially Apple Podcasts. Yep. Uh, so this is actually practically the eve of our live show. Yep. We're not going to talk it's about live it show too eve, much. Eve. Yeah. Eve, <laughs> eve of the Eve. Uh, I don't think we'll, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm I'm ready to just do it and uh, and and so you guys will hear it you'll hear it in a couple of weeks after this one yeah um, you'll hear the sound on my head exploding <laughs> <laughs> great I'll have to buy new mics um, <laughs> but so there's that but to get back to what I was saying before we went back and forth initially. You had wanted to not do a commentary on this movie. Yep, keep it nice and tight. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, but but it's not even that long. It's not a full two hours. Like we could totally do a commentary. The whole movie is great." Um, and then I uh, <laughs> then I decided to go back the other way. Yeah, and I'm not going to divulge why. You had plans. I, I had say plans. That. Yeah, I something plans, came up. Something came up. So part of the summer of Jared. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go back to not doing the the full movie. Um, it may be entertaining to do that at some point, to do like commentaries. We practically do commentaries for the episodes, I guess. But we, we pretty much do. And then they just, well, and we then we pause. Yeah, they, yeah <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, so, I mean, so that's that. But. We're we're gonna hit highlights. I don't know if you have specific time I, codes in mind. I actually didn't take notes last night. 
Okay, I there are a couple I know for sure I want, and because we're actually watching this on my DVD copy because it wasn't available on any of the streaming services that I subscribe to. Oh well, no, I had to I had to rent it from iTunes, so you practically owe me three bucks. Um, me? Yeah, I don't think so, sir. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Why don't you own a copy of this film? Um, you should you should be penalized for not owning a copy of the film. Well, I'm looking at your copy, and mm-hmm. it definitely looks like it came from the early aughts. It's probably out. It, print. it is. It, it. Well, I'm sure you could find one at, at Zia Records uh, for for pretty, <laughs> for pretty cheap. So mm. um, I'll have to do that sometime when uh, I'm not raising my two children. Oh, for crying! <laughs> out. You have you had three bucks to spare on the rental. I bet you could have found a copy used for three bucks. Okay, I'm well, saying. That when I had to leave the house. Okay. So, All right. But okay. Fair yeah, enough. Okay. Anyhow, anyhow <laughs> let's 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 not bicker over such things. I, I'm just ribbing you, <laughs> just joshing you, Jared. Um, I I noticed. It, oh, one more thing. I noticed that you have your scooter litter. Oh, I do. Uh, sticker. I do have my scooter litter sticker. Yeah, I plan yeah. to get mine someday at the live show. Yeah. That will have happened by the time that you listen to this, which we're not speaking of anymore. Yes. We're going to get into the film. I, I think it's important to start at the beginning, though, because it leads right off with something that's pretty close to to a, a good place. Exactly. Death, you know. I was driving to work this morning thinking I will be here. And this is almost like Albert Brooks doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. I thought he was for a minute. Yeah. Isn't that tragic? Oh, that's, how long, that's how long it's been since I've watched this movie. I got a call from my mother this morning. The now defunct Geffen pictures. Hinted around the fact that I wasn't making enough Now defunct money. Geffen everything, if basically. You call, are you still making that oh, yeah. salary, honey, a hint? <laughs> it explains to, the Don Henley record that, the they, that he has in the stack the of honey. CDs. And the E. Brickell. Maybe in three years I can double my income? Good luck. Four years? Maybe. Okay. So you're great people to work with, and this is a great present. I wish I could squeeze all of you into one pretty woman. <laughs> and if you'd like to go to my office, I'll try. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'll be home in an hour. Why? Oh, that car I'm from... Oh, oh my gosh. You know that's the dad from Beverly Hills now, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Leather? Leather? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want one. Which All apparently right. they're bringing back. I heard, yeah. And then, like, everyone who was involved really with the great. show left. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, great. John Henley yeah. and E. Brickell. Why do you drive this? What? I'm curious. I see people And then, of course, the Streisand. What do you know oh, that God. I don't? Are floods coming? I have nothing against Streisand, but... I like this I, I don't know anything against car. her, per se. I've never really enjoyed Streisand. Hey, you, I Follow us. Make fun, but in an when I was in film school, I helped someone at like a Streisand tribute video. So oh yeah! So I saw Barbara the concert oh, geez. many, many times, and it was the. Um, I had to listen to the "Rain on My Parade" version of that a lot, and the one that's all super fast and everything. Yep. But um, I did get to see. The mirror has two faces. With Jeff Bridges. With Jeff Bridges. And you know what? That movie's actually okay. Never seen it. So. No, that's a that's a normal smell. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> so so yada yada yada. He gets the car. 
he's he's pretty clearly you know a lonely materialistic person and then well that means you're okay he's in the car Blaring Streisand. I, yeah. Not the first, <laughs> not my first pick if I had Beamer Convertible. Not super cool. No. He's just not an awful driver. Yeah. So it's his birthday. He decides that he's just going to drive his Beamer. Yep. Who arranged this version of this song? No idea. Oh, it's awful. It's like it was arranged by Yanni. That's one of my favorite lines right there is, do we all have to hear that? (laughs) I know. Do you see any of the other CDs? Uh, no, but because right at that point, well, we'll wait. We'll wait for it here. (laughs) Okay, so right out of the bat, it's 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 a very good place death scene, right? Yes. So. It's not a shopping cart. Um, it's it's not a bus. It's not a shopping cart. It's a bus. But he also, he drops something and is going to, he's not paying attention. He's bending over to pick it up, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, this is after he's been a terrible driver, careless of everyone around him, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. And I would like to point out that the CD that slid over the side first that he goes for is Don Henley. So you could argue that Don Henley kills Albert Brooks's character in this film. <laughs> And E. Burkell is also in that pile. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was definitely E. Burkell. I, I, I missed. There are only a handful of things. Um, yeah. And, and did you notice too that it's um, it was like back when CDs were sold in cardboard boxes, and you had to open the cardboard box to get to the plastic yes. case. I actually missed those. I liked the long boxes. You like the long boxes. I liked the long boxes. Yeah. Um, I didn't really... You know what it was? First of all, it was a terrible waste of packaging, but yeah. it was also to make people feel like they were buying something more substantial, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like people moving away from records and yeah. So so um, I, I, I hate to bring this up, mm-hmm. but I'm going to. Where do you fall on the CDV vinyl debate? I, you know... I, I, I've come around, I've come back around to vinyl. I grew up with vinyl. My family always had records. We were late adopters to CDs. Mm-hmm. But I have thousands of CDs, and I was also a kid of the 90s. And there's a lot of stuff I have on CD that I don't, that I can't get any in any other format other than mm-hmm. streaming and, you know, whatever. But um, I since moving into this place mm-hmm. have not played a single cd in the house it's all been records yeah yeah so um, i god i i know i have a cd player somewhere in my house mm-hmm. <laughs> but i don't know where it is uh-huh. and i wrote like a big like a few years back i remember people bought that new father john misty one not the like from it's the one before the last one i think it's i love you honey bear okay People would get 
would their vinyl would be damaged because um it was like pre newfangled stuff sure and it made me start thinking about what well vinyl is so fragile mm-hmm. much like bmws and yeah. <laughs> sure. our lives and, yes um so and cds are i mean they're unless you have a layer or a hammer mm-hmm. they're going to stick around for a while they're pretty durable they're pretty durable I've, I've had most i've had the grand majority of my collection for you know i guess coming up on two decades right so mm-hmm. and the sound quality is fine i don't have to worry i like cd's yeah i haven't bought one probably in about 5 years or so i still buy both yeah. um i actually new new albums and if I, unless they're one of my all-time favorite artists, I will get the CD. If they're one of my all-time favorites, I will often get the CD and the vinyl. Um, <laughs> I think the last CD I bought, and I'm actually not the one who bought it, <laughs> was probably Taylor Swift, 1989. Oh boy, yeah, I am by it. <laughs> All right, but it's a good album. I'm not gonna lie, I've never heard it. No, not not a once. You've heard it, but you don't know you have. I, that's, I don't that's how much she's into like. I, Swift has not entered my world. You've somehow, you've somehow built a wall. I think so. I, I think so. It's some. I have. Where did you find the funding for this I've wall? I've never Jared. heard a Lady Gaga song. <laughs> are you? Are you? Oh, you, you and you've never seen a Star Is Born. Have I you? have also never seen a Star Is Born. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I yeah. Speaking of Star Is Born, that's yes. the only Streisand song. This Evergreen is the only Streisand song I really like. <laughs> Anyway, continue. We go. Uh, All right, so we're 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 coming through. Basically, this is the equivalent of the uh, intake for for uh, things here. I like how um, and everybody shows up super disoriented. Mm-hmm. I like how everything's on a tram, as if this were like a studio ride. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a whole production, right? Yeah. And at some point, like, Jaws will pop out. <laughs> well, and I like... So, again, another comparison here. You won't be able to get your hands up just yet, but good. <laughs> we have three championship golf courses. So, <laughs> sit back and have fun. Who, You're all going to be here for the next five Who awarded days, the awards for these yourself. golf courses? <laughs> <laughs> they were judged by judges. <laughs> so, there are some signs here, you know. So, there's... Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Continental Hotel. Those staying here will be escorted from the tram. The rest of us will depart momentarily. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is Stan. Because of what you've just been through, you'll want to go directly to your room and go fast to sleep. You're already checked in. You have nothing to worry about tonight. Everything will be explained to you in the morning. Have a good rest. If you have any questions, I'm here to help. Thank you. That smile. Yeah. That's Stan, Stan's got some pearly whites. Man. <laughs> I was watching this with Chris and Chris, and the first thing she says. Mr. Miller? This is bleached. <laughs> Clearly so bleached. I'll be right back. This way, please, sir. So how would you describe the Continental? It's, you know, it's like a mid-level hotel, basically. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the fancy stuff, but it's also not your, uh, your like, roadway in kind of thing. I was thinking, like, if this were, like, if 
purgatory or like a travel destination. It would, yes. It could be so all the clothes. Scott, it would be Scottsdale. Here is in this closet. And Kinda, yeah. And the Continental like would be along Scottsdale Road, south side. Yeah. Would yeah. you like yeah. to shower or are you too tired? <laughs> You're too tired? <laughs> I understand. There are five channels of programming on the television. Channel 3 will tell you all about Judgment City. Have a wonderful night's sleep, and if I can do anything for you, I'm at your service. <laughs> I like how he's reaching for yeah. a tip. I'd uh, be very surprised if you found anything in there, but I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> sleep well. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like the equivalent of an airport hotel. Yes. Yeah. Did you have a coffee maker in mm-hmm. his machine? <laughs> Good morning, hello. Good morning. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Glad you could make it, Leonard. Like any, anytime you see Rip Torn, it's just immediately you know it's you're in the presence of greatness. Yes. Lena Foster. Mm. Ah. She's going to have a field day with this one. <laughs> Lost last Thursday. Really? There is a God. <laughs> okay, call him up, please. That one's funny because it's about God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there is a God. here how are you my friend good sleep yes he'd be wearing a bluetooth headset now basically you're gonna get up get showered you're gonna put on some of those nice clothes you're gonna take a tram downtown and you're gonna come see me this morning you have any idea what's going on no well in a nutshell you're here to defend your life and i'm going to help you defend my life in a few hours you're going to be smarter than anyone you've ever met Sound exciting? Yeah, I guess. It is, believe me. Say, did you eat breakfast yet? No. I've got some good news for you. It's not only the best food you'll ever have, but you can eat all you want. I can what? (laughs) As long as you're here, you can eat all you want. It won't affect you physically, and you won't gain weight. So pig out, eat 30 hot cakes. I'll see you at 11. I can eat all I want? Eat everything. (laughs) Take care. You really drive that point home throughout the movie. They do. I do love the 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 uh, the idea that you can get to a place where you don't have to worry about your your gaining any weight anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to eat whatever. That that does sound pretty pretty amazing. Um, So, kind of moving along here, I I. Feel like first of all, they're going to explain the concept of this anyway. But the yeah. film is called "Defending Your Life." If anybody mm-hmm. hasn't seen it, 
first of all, you're probably not listening to this episode or getting very much out of it. Second, you need to watch this film. You should. It, it is a great film. $3 it's, on the iTunes. Or in a physical form at your favorite secondhand shop. Yes, which apparently I should have done. I'm saying. So I'm I love that copy for you guys. There you go. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. The, the idea of defending your life, obviously, they're in Judgment City. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's everybody gets assigned a lawyer. People have to defend their life. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's what happens. Um, this is already very, you know, you, you can definitely see bits and pieces that 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 where the the filmmaker, you know, or where where uh, um, freaking what's his name? My uh, Uncle Brooks? No, 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 no. Not I didn't mean filmmaker. I meant. Michael Shore? Thank you. Uh, had seen this film. Okay. I mean, I think yeah. it's there's some very, you know, heavy comparisons you can make in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a, in a good way. Yeah. In a, uh, a, you know, not that he's ripping this thing off at all. That's not what I mean to be saying. Mm-hmm. But but it's pretty clear he watched the thing. So I'm, I'm thinking, because I'm watching Barry, too, and I'm going to make this comparison here. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, there was an article that came out yesterday how... Gross Point Blake has been like a secret influence on filmmakers for pretty much the last five or so years. Yeah. Um, Barry being like the most obvious one. Right. And I think maybe this movie too has been like some sort of secret influence on filmmakers for a while. Yeah. I guess you could think of um, whether it be like a Pushing Daisies or, or, um, oh, uh, a lot of afterlife shows, yeah. basically. Pushing Daisies is a good call. I yeah. love that show. It has a good show. Um, and then, of course, the, the show that we talk about week after week. Yes, The Good Place. Yes. I like the commercials in here. To me, that's like the genesis of the gag signs. Yeah. You know? Our chefs will cook it, but they won't look. <laughs> like a horseback ride. Judgment Stables, open till sunset, welcomes you. If your trial's through early, come take a two-mile ride with us. You'll have fun. <laughs> I love 74 degrees perfectly clear all the time. It's a, and yet they have an entire channel devoted to it. Yes, because you can't not have the weather channel. Right. If you're my, if you were my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> and I am. No, I'm just kidding. Are you? No. Not at all. <laughs> this. <laughs> the, uh... Bye-bye. Looks familiar, doesn't it? I was just thinking that. Well, that's how it was so, designed. So you don't mind pausing it for a second, because there's sure. something that maybe I wanted to elaborate on. So, in the tram, mm-hmm. when he's going to see Rip Torn, yes. there is a woman... He speaks to an old woman, a very kindly old woman. And yeah. Did you die of the AIDS or die oh. of AIDS? Yeah, there there are some things that, that don't terribly wear well in here. Well, I it's not the only time that's brought up either. Yeah. It's I mean, not to skip ahead, but yeah. it is brought up in the finale mm-hmm. um, too. And it's not like in an offensive or out-of-date way. Yeah. It's just something that happened to be happen- going on in 1991. It was, it, right. It was on the it was on the the, the public consciousness, right? Yeah. And, the, and and but there there um, there are a couple of things here and there where I'm like, ah, oh, there's there's a little bit of misogyny in here. There, there's a little bit of casual racism in here too. You well, know. the 
the jokes the at the beginning yeah. were like well yeah 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 um yeah, for but, sure um i it just was like was he writing did this come up because he was like the fact that it's brought up twice mm-hmm. i don't know if he just means it to be topical or if he means it as a maybe we need to start um like this is maybe kind of what inspired it like what do you think well, I don't know about what inspired it, but I, he is definitely somebody who is not shy about being a, a left-leaning political person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that, uh, you know, he probably was, you know... It's twice. <laughs> Susu, Susu has bit me twice. <laughs> uh, she's not getting a lot of attention lately. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Um, so, anyway... I you know I I'm sure he was mentioning it because of that addressing the issue. I mean the whole point of the movie is and again I hate to spoil the ending here but like it's to face your fears. It is and seize the day. Old, you know? Yeah, and yeah. seize the day. And cuz a lot of people I'm sure were losing their were losing um when we didn't know much about what was going on with the AIDS crisis. Mm-hmm. People were go, uh, were dying young. Mhm. So I think this movie has a lot to do about seizing the day, and maybe he was using that as a yeah, yeah. Okay, I could see that. There's anything can do to make it more like Earth. We have suggestion boxes on almost every corner. We'd like to hear from you. (laughs) I like how everything here looks like like a Los Angeles office park. Yeah. Well, because I'm sure it was filmed there. Yeah. Well, I looked to see where it was filmed. (laughs) I was like. Orange County, city of Los Angeles. Makes sense. I remember seeing like some of these buildings like this when I did the LA Marathon like a few years ago. I'd be yeah. like running through Century City and be like all these like tall office parks and like oh, it's just like a typical LA office park. Yeah. <laughs> all the above collections. I thought that was a good gag too. Above Judgment City. Yeah. And Judgment City does look like. A lot like Los Angeles. Yep. Bob Diamond. Hi. Come on in. How are you? So this here is where we learn what the afterlife system is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are you looking at? What's wrong? You, you look good in that tupa. Some people don't, but you do. It's flattering to you. Thanks. So, is this what you thought it would be? Thought what would be? Where am I? Is this heaven? No, it isn't heaven. Is it hell? No, it isn't hell either. Actually, there is no hell. Although I hear Los Angeles is getting pretty close. (laughs) Burn! (laughs) (laughs) Well, Daniel, let me... So just to interrupt that there real quick, I mean the that's that's a uh, in Judaism there's no hell, and technically in Mormonism there is no hell either, unless like you're like a murderer hmm. or a like a denier. <sighs> so I just I, I assume that that's Albert Brooks bringing in yeah his Jewish roots there too. Tell you what's going on. When you're born into this universe, you're in it for a long, long time. You have many different lifetimes. And after each lifetime, there's an examining period which you're in now. You see, every second of every lifetime is always recorded 
And as each one ends, we sort of look at it. Look at a few of the days, examine it. And then if everybody agrees, you move forward. What do you mean move forward? I mean move forward, continue onward. The point of this whole thing is to keep getting smarter, to, to keep growing, to use as much of your brain as possible. For example, I use 48% of my brain. <laughs> you know how much you use? 47? <laughs> Three. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Three? I use 3% of my brain? Yes, don't worry about it. Everybody on Earth uses 3% of their brain. Three to five percent. That's why they're there. Three? Three percent? Three percent? You mean nobody on Earth uses more than that? When you use more than five percent of your brain, you don't want to be on Earth, believe me. <laughs> Not that your takeout places aren't lovely, but there are many more exciting destinations for smarter people. Now, being from Earth as you are and using as little of your brain as you do, your life has pretty much been devoted to dealing with fear. It has? Well, everybody on Earth deals with fear. That's what little brains do. What are little brains? That's what we call you folks behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. He doesn't Who get the you? joke. <laughs> well, I'm just like you. I was on Earth a long time ago. But I advanced. I moved forward. I got over my fears, and I got smarter. Did you have friends whose stomachs hurt? Every one of them. It's fear. Fear is like a giant fog. It sits on your brain and blocks everything. Real feelings, true happiness, real joy. They can't get through that fog. But you lift it, and buddy, you're in for the ride of your life. God, my 3% is swimming. <laughs> uh, what are you reading? You wouldn't understand this. It's just numbers. You Binary. read numbers? Yes, sir. So I'm on trial for being afraid. Well, first of all, I don't like to call it a trial. Second of all, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if I'm guilty? What happens to me? Don't think innocent or guilty. Worst comes to worst, you'll go back to Earth and you'll try it again. Well, what do you do? You just keep going back until you get it right? Well, you don't keep going back. Eventually, they'll throw you away. <laughs> Have I been to Earth before? Oh, yeah. How many times? Approaching 20. Is that a lot? I was there six. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm the dunce of the universe. Don't be silly. We've had people who've been there a hundred times. I wouldn't want to hang out with any of them, <laughs> but uh, I've seen them. <laughs> if you're so defending it's like Buddhism, me, too. Yeah. You're Is there a prosecutor? Mm -hmm. Damn good one. Lena Foster. We call her the Dragon Lady. <laughs> That's our prosecutor? Who does she work for? The universe. You see, the universe is like a big machine, and you and I are parts. Now, they don't want a part to get through unless it's ready. A bad part gets through, and the whole machine breaks down. So that's what we're here for, to make sure you're ready. So what do they want to look at exactly? I can't tell you that exactly, but I can tell you it's nine days from your life. Nine days. So my trial goes on for nine days? No, all the trials go on for four days. Over that time, we're looking at nine days or episodes from your life. Which days? Tell me that. I'm not allowed. Is that a normal number? High, low, is that a good number? Normal? You're very concerned about normal, aren't you? Kind of cute. <laughs> For seven, nine's fine. Some people have 12. Say, you hungry? I'm starving. I didn't even eat. I had one bite and then I got on the tram. Well, Mr. All you can eat and stuff. Come on. <laughs> okay. 
so there's a lot of eating in this. There's tons yeah. of, of food. I, I think that's that's kind of a, a preoccupation for Helper Brooks. Um, as far as like <clears throat> you know, that's body like the running joke is that you get to eat all the time. And yeah, after about, I think after about like the third or fourth one, I'm just kind of like. Okay, dude. Yeah, like. You. But seeing, I mean, it's fun to see like how much Meryl Streep eats, and it's just like with the 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 fettuccine scene and all that kind of thing. So, well, I mean, it's fun seeing Meryl Streep smile. Yes, because usually she's, I mean, in most of her movies, it's pretty serious stuff. She doesn't do that many comedies, um, no. and I think she's delightful in this. I do too. Um, I find her charming in everything. Yes. Well, she's fucking Meryl Streep. I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, but let's let's talk for for a couple minutes about you know we basically heard what the system is here. Yeah. Now there there's there's no hell. Mm-hmm. There's there is going back until you get it right. Mm-hmm. There is also judgment mm-hmm. uh, on that. So that's kind of a direct comparison right there. Exactly. Too. There is. Um, there is uh uh what was I gonna say? Shit. Um There's no yogurt, thank God. There's <laughs> there's no mochi. <laughs> mochi. Come on. Uh that old chestnut. <laughs> um but but it is it is definitely a system. And this is based on on intelligence and uh and f- whether or not you have fear. Mm-hmm. And the being able to get over fear is linked directly to being more enlightened, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is like sort of where the Buddhism comes in. Sure, yeah. Um, and all your, and I'm, I'm curious in all your study of Mr. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the, um, the Judaism sure is heavy. Was he ever into Buddhism too? I have no idea. That's no idea. To explore. That would be that would be a good thing to. To, if we were to do actual research or anything like yeah, that, yeah, I know. I, but I just um, kind of watched the movie and laughed last night. It's pretty great. <laughs> so, but it is it is also kind of equivalent to a point system, though. It's percent of your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, you're if you're over five percent, you don't want to be on Earth anymore. Nope. <laughs> um, which which I think is is pretty apt. Actually, that's uh, I might agree with that. And I, uh, I would like to think that a I do use more than five percent of my brain because. <laughs> I don't want to be here much longer. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting interesting system that I think has some parallels, and uh, you know, obviously huge differences with the good place being a point system and uh, mm-hmm. doing you know things to earn points to get to get in, and um, but I, I you know they just kind of casually mentioned the the discarding. Mm-hmm. Like there's you don't there's no bad place. If you don't succeed, you're just thrown out. Yeah, which is a pretty like chilling like you know. But also, I don't know. But at the same time, there have been, as he so eloquently put, there have uh-huh. been there are people he doesn't want to hang out with. Right, that have been <laughs> there like, like hundreds, hundreds of times. times. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it sounds like he's beating himself up for being there for twenty times. Yeah. Well, and and you get you get um, a set number of days of your life that you're allowed to review in your judgment mm-hmm. um and well and you have no control over them it's the 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 lawyers that have control over the the days and there's you know a range of days and all sorts of, of whatnot but um anyway i the thought lawyers. it was an interesting system <laughs> so 
It's actually kind of a comforting system. Let's well, it depends if you get like a really bad player. Right. <laughs> All right. We've got to we've got to get the first meeting with Meryl Streep in there. And this awful, awful comic. Oh yeah. Well, folks, I'm going to tell you a little story. When you when you're dead. Mm-hmm. Is the first thing you want to do is go to a comedy club? Half a percent of his Probably not so much. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but that's me. I would definitely Small still be at the buffet. Sounds like medium place to me. Yeah. Especially this guy. Judgment City kind of is the medium place. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's purgatory, but I mean, yeah. He picked up the pie, called his mother. Folks, come on, please stay with me here. You're on trial, not me, okay? Hi. What's your name? Arthur. Hi, Arthur. And where were you from? Denver. Lovely city, Denver, Arthur. Did you ski? No. No. This is like a Catskill. How'd you die? Yeah. I yeah. was in a coma. I'm sorry. How long were you in the coma? I really don't know. Let's play a game, Art. Elvis, living or dead? A living. <laughs> long coma, Art. <laughs> that, that was actually funny. <laughs> Hi, Ernie. Hi, Ernie. You having a good time here in Judgment City? Oh, it's fun. Food's good. (laughs) Yeah, it is, isn't it? Have you been to the stables? A little exercise? You like to horseback ride? Not very much. Good. Oh, there's a nice-looking young man over there. Hi, how'd you die? On stage, like you. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty funny. Maybe you should come up here, huh? No, thank you. Well, of course he doesn't want to come up here. You know why? Because this is very hard work. But I love to do it, and I love you, little brains. So, matter of fact, what do you think? What do you think it takes for him or someone? They don't quite explain it. But what does it? Um, there are the people who go up to the universe. What does it take to be stuck in Judgment City, either as a lawyer or as a bad comic? You know, I don't know. They like they they're still maybe they're they're over five percent or whatever. Yeah, but they're just not enough quite over high enough. To, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he hinted at that, but I'm like, it almost seems like a kind of a personal hell to just give stand up comedy to dead people every night. <laughs> right? Yeah, it does kind of. You know, I want to tell you a true story. This really happened. <laughs> He's got flops sweat. Ago, yeah. These six dead people come in. Now I know how you Obviously, guys Obviously, humor has nothing to do with can. brain size. <laughs> You want to stay? See the show? Well, I have to. That's my dad. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be so sad for me. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, folks, if you got a fart, go outside. Oh, Let's go, please, <laughs> folks. Please, please, folks. You don't want to miss the song. We'll get the record. Please. Right now, Ed and I would like to do a beautiful song. I know it's one of your favorites. We'd like to do it a little bit different. This one's from me to you. (laughs) That was life. Ooh, ah. That's how you lived it. Uh, Do you think Sinatra was still alive? He was, yes. I'm glad we stayed. But, but anytime somebody plays this scene, just he spins well. in his grave. <laughs> you'll go to hell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's that? <Come> on. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 
Again, a delight to see Meryl Streep do the boop joke. Yeah. You know? yeah. Didn't anyone ever tell you you carry yourself very stiffly? Leave me alone. I'm dead. <laughs> All right. How many days are you looking at? My lawyer says nine. You call him a lawyer? What do you call yours? Sam. <laughs> you call by his first name? Yeah. Never occurred to me to do that. I bet you called everybody by their first name, didn't you? Like, what was your butcher's name? Pete. What about your mailman? Jesse. What yeah. was your mailman's name? I have name? no idea. He was coming to my house for over a decade, and I, I couldn't tell you. Didn't you even get him a Christmas present? Yes, yeah, liquor, but I just put it in the box. <laughs> uh -huh. I don't suppose you had a butcher. Steve. Steve Rubin. Seriously? Yeah. Steve, Steve. Rubin. Well, he wasn't yeah. a <laughs> butcher. He was just a good buddy who had the equipment, and he liked to cut meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd bring him a steak, he'd cut it, he'd chat for a while and go home. So how many days are you looking at? Four. That's all? I guess that means you'll go on. Oh, I hope so. Sam thinks so. Sam does? Yeah. I hope you and Sam are very happy. I'll write to you from hell. <laughs> I like this. Were you married? Yes. Children? No. What about you? Well, I had a little girl and I adopted a little boy. How old were they? Stephanie was seven and Adam was nine. I bet they miss you, huh? I'm sure they do. I miss them. But I feel okay about it. Don't you? Well, I didn't really know them that well. No, I mean... <laughs> it does. It feels okay, doesn't it? They say they make it that way so that we can get down to work, so we can look at our lives without any distraction. I know my lawyer, Bob, told me the same thing. Yeah. But wouldn't you call this... A distraction. Yes. But isn't eating all you want a distraction? Oh, isn't it the best? Isn't it the best? <laughs> I had a dream six months ago that I would go to a place where I could eat as much as I wanted, and now I'm here. You think you were dreaming about this place? No, no. I think I was dreaming about Sizzler. I just want to All right, so do we hear... What about your husband? husband? Did you have a good marriage? Parts of it were okay. All right, so I don't think we need to hang out to hear how she dies. Yeah. She dies from she trips and falls in the pool, hits her head like you know. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a a, a not a spectacular death. Yeah, um, but it's very clear though that he is talking to someone above his station. Oh yeah, she only needs four days. He needs yeah. nine. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's. She seems much more relaxed about things, but there's clearly there are clearly sparks here. So, yeah. not to not the similar to my situation. I married up. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's he's definitely someone. Boy, what was she thinking? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I you know if I didn't ask myself that question every day, <laughs> I'd be laughing along with you. <laughs> it's uh, it's the Bruce Springsteen. Uh, I, I, it's uh, what is it uh, from Brilliant Disguise? Yeah. You know? Just, I just can't see what a woman like you is doing with me. Yep. Yep. But Every... I'm not at the bar, though. Yeah, there you no, go. I'm not that guy. <laughs> no, there you go. So. There you go. Um, oh, no, God, very much different so for you. That song, <laughs> that song is amazing. 
I heard somebody call your name underneath mm-hmm. our willow. <laughs> Saw you tuck something tucked in shame underneath mm-hmm. your pillow. But what, maybe, baby? Yeah. The chips are alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you look at me, you better look hard and look twice. Is that me, baby? Mm-hmm. Or just a brilliant disguise? Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Such a great song. Oh, Such a great God. song. It's so good. And then, then, then that end, too, with, mm-hmm. you know... Um, with the God have mercy on a man who doubts what he's sure of. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Um, God, that new album is going to yeah. be so good. I'm lost in the lost in the darkness of our love. Yep. That new album is going to be so good, Jared. Yeah, I, I think so too. There's two tracks that have that they've put out so far. I really like a lot. Uh, I'm looking mm. forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Probably more uh, than the than the last several. Well, you know? the last several. I mean, yeah. I don't think he's done a great album since Magic. No, that's I concur. I, so. I'm not. I am in. Magic has been the last truly classic. Yeah, great album, Springsteen. Album. Great Springsteen. Album. Not that the others have been bad. I, I've done. There are moments on everything. I, I think. revisit. I revisit Magic more often than I've revisited anything in the last. Definitely the last decade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. But anyway. Spring scene corner is over. Yes. Right. <laughs> so. Speaking of the boss, we're going to get down to God. <laughs> yeah. Back to it. So I think we should take a look at the at the trial here a bit. Yeah. Uh, that should be good. I, mean, I can hear your neighbors. Do they think? Do they know you're a podcaster yet? Uh, I, either that or a drug dealer. They think I'm a podcaster or a drug dealer. I'm sure because I, I have people you. going in and out all the time. Yeah. Pod I or promise. pot? Pot or pot? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a game show. Pot or pot? Good morning. Good morning. You call it conversation. Are you two feuding? It isn't a feud. Feuding's just one time you liked each other. We never did. There should be a mistrial here. This is a mistrial. This isn't a trial. And it's a miss, whatever it is. You two are already fighting. Morning. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. 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 Kristen saw this part and was like, so they're Maya Rudolph? (laughs) Mr. Miller, I'm sure your defender has explained all of the basics to you. That shows how great Maya Rudolph is. She just needs to be one person. Mm -hmm. It's just a process that helps us decide. And as imperfect as it may be, we think it works quite well. What you're going to see in the screen, Mr. Miller, will look and feel so real to you, you might be a little uneasy at first. But just relax. After a while, I think it will become pleasurable to you. They tell me it feels something like 3D. <laughs> Just nothing is more pleasurable than yeah. <laughs> reviewing these awful parts of your life. Yeah. It's everybody's worst nightmare, pretty much. Yeah. Miss Foster, you may begin. Thank you, Your Honors. Over the course of the following four days, I will attempt to show that Daniel Miller... While he's a quality human being, is still held back by the fears that have plagued him lifetime after lifetime. I believe that I can show, without a shadow of a doubt, that he must once again be returned to Earth to work on this problem. May we begin in childhood, please? Could we go to 11419? By the way, Mr. Miller. That signifies you're 11 years, 4 months, and 19 days old. Is that clear? I think so. Well, in other words, if I said 9 to 17, you would be 9 years, 2 months, and 17 days old. I understand. 
<laughs> it's like you got concept. Congratulations. Yeah. Way to use part of your three percent. So this to me is the closest that this film gets to Woody Allen. For some reason, like the staging of this, it, it reminded me a little bit of Sleeper. Realistic. Okay. I haven't seen Sleeper. Oh, Sleeper is one of the best. Um, speaking of Woody Allen. Right. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey Miller. So. Look what I and he looks like uh, Adam Goldberg a little bit. Yeah. Like, not Adam F. Goldberg, but like Adam Goldberg. <laughs> yes, he does. So this is awful. That that this like this scene actually hurt a bit. So we get the concept here. Um, I hate to be skipping so much of it, but let's see. I mean. So we get the concept of things. Yeah, you're you're taking a look at nine days in this in this person's life. Um, it looks like you can see multiple scenes in the same day that doesn't mm-hmm. count against you. Um, but you know, you're saying that based on this here, they either yes have gotten over their fear or no they haven't. Yeah. Um, but I mean. At some point, they explain. I think Group Torn explains. I think when they're having the chicken, yeah, that children automatically go up. Um, like he's barely like eleven. Yeah. So like he's not even at the age of accountability on Earth, right? Uh, and he's already. Being oh, like, I like what they said about teenagers, though. Yeah. Like too much trouble. <laughs> like he's eleven. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's skip to this bit here where he gets out of the trial and he's walking on his own. He goes to basically a Benihana. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, resonate. <laughs> So you can throw up and you can throw up in purgatory. Apparently, yeah. Do you think in Albert Brooks's version of Purgatory you can watch porn? I I don't know. How many days you looking at? Nine. Nine. Nine days. Oh my God. Nine days. Nine days. <laughs> you gotta have more sake. <laughs> yeah. I had 15. Name's Frank. Daddy. 
15 days? Mm. Not Louis Anderson. Lot? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you die, Dan? May I call you Dan? Yeah. I got hit by a bus. What about yourself? I got shot in the head. Really? Murder? No. Hunting accident. Some butts with bad eyesight thought I was an animal. <laughs> How'd you make your living, Dan? Advertising. What about yourself? I made a lot of money in adult books. Selling them? No, reading them. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Were you from L.A.? You know those nightclubs out by the airport? Those strip clubs? I coined the phrase, all nude. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, that was mine. So I bought two of the clubs that were going under. They were only using the word nude. I put up totally all nude. Double business in a month. I gotta take a piss. You wanna go? <laughs> take him I'm not leaving. I'm just going to take a piss. Take a piss! <laughs> what an awful, awful person. Uh. All right. So there are clearly people who are worse off than him. Yes. I'm so glad that the one guy who's worse off than him is the guy who coined the term all nude. Yes. Okay, we have to do the Buck Henry bit. Oh, yes. There's the woman who slept with Ben Franklin twice. Twice. I couldn't believe it when they told me. <laughs> it's wonderful. I forgot all about it. He was willing to sleep underwater. <laughs> Marvelous. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. I'm Dick Stanley. I'm going to defend you today. You what? I'm going to defend you today. Uh, Mr. Diamond couldn't make it. I'm filling in for him. He couldn't make it? Come on, you're playing with me. Mr. Diamond will be back tomorrow. How can you defend me? You don't know anything about me. Mr. Miller, I use 51% of my brain. I know everything about you. 51%? That's clocked? <laughs> clocked. Impressive. Oh, I'm going to lose. I can't start all over with you. I... I've lost. Now, I operate a little differently from Mr. Diamond, but without tooting my own horn, I'm quite good at this. I'm familiar with every day of your life, and I want you to have confidence. I'm going to lose. <laughs> Good morning. It's the, uh, Good morning. There's a joke he tells um, Meryl Streep. I come to a pl- once from a place from where you had penis envy, and now <laughs> yeah, we have brain we have envy. Brain envy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, he fails to invest in Casio. Um, big mistake. Oh, his ex-wife thing, the car. We see all these awful, awful things. I um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind revisiting the part where he negotiates. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. We can do that. Uh, uh, oh, there's... Let's see. It's got to be around here. There we go. so you could sharpen your tools in order to get what you wanted. Do this for me, it helps. Not now, I'm eating. Come on, do it. What do you want me to do? Be him. This is silly. It's not silly, it helps me. Offer me 55000 no more. How much do you want? How much are you offering me? $55,000. I can't work here for a penny under sixty-five. I'm sorry. Well, I can't pay you sixty-five. Then I can't work here. Fifty-eight thousand. Sixty-five. 
Let me make it plain. I cannot take the job for under 65 under no conditions. Your honors, I would like to go directly to the next afternoon and show you the real encounter. <laughs> Danielle, I'm prepared to offer you $49,000. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going to get you a parking place. Yeah, that was pretty great. Okay. Uh, it's important, I think, to to see the Past Lives Pavilion or the Hall of Records. Yeah, Hall of Records, Past Lives Pavilion. Come on, let's get high. Have you ever done that where you practice and negotiate? And then, and then I, you know what? No, I haven't. I'm actually looking at trying to negotiate for the first time coming up here. When you were on Earth, didn't but, you ever feel like uh, you might have been other people? Did you ever see yourself in another life? Never. You did? I think I did. I think I might have been a heavyset man at one time. <laughs> really? I doubt that. You never saw yourself as anything. Well, one time in college, I got really stoned, and I stared in this mirror for two hours until I finally saw someone who looked Chinese. <laughs> but I think it was just me squinting. <laughs> See? Not a joke that works well. <laughs> no. Cheap, casual racist joke. Yep. No, you know, Doug Forsett. Yeah, yeah. The show will begin in 30 seconds. Worth it just for that. How yeah. perfect is it that it's Shirley MacLaine? I feel like anyone watching today would not know. Would not. Yeah, for the, for those who are younger than us, Shirley MacLaine is a famous believer in uh, in past lives and, and that sort of thing. So, but uh, there's like TV movies about it. And, oh yeah, yeah. Out on a limb was her book, I think. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so the gag being the old yeah. man was a little Hello, girl sis. brushing a doll's hair. Yeah. Time for supper, darling. Be there in a moment, Mumsy. <laughs> Mumsy. <laughs> I think he's going back, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the tribesman running from a lion seems apropos. Yeah. Come on, men, to the castle! <laughs> it's incredible! Who are you? I'm Prince Valiant! Really? Yeah! Who are you? Dinner! <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was a good... Um, okay, so she's continuing to eat. She's got a corn dog now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the... Uh, they're, they're falling in love. They're kissing. He sees that she's in the really nice place, the hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, the difference between there um, and, you know... Let's see here. So- oh... 
Uh, so let me ask you this, because I see her eating the corn dog, and you can pause it or sure. turn it down. So if you're in Judgment City, and you get your pretty much your fill of anything, what would you get? What would you get to eat? Not I would be, be eating pizza eat. all the time. Okay. Yeah, it would. It's easily pizza, and since you know, I don't have to worry about where it comes from anymore. I would. It would be pepperoni pizza. Okay. Yeah. So is that um? Now, now you've touched your point. Mm-hmm. So is that why you're kind of vegetarians because you don't know like where your meat comes from? Uh, I we just, never kind of discussed this, and I'm not. As always, I'm not just trying to diss it in any way. Yeah, I, I you know it's just one of those things where where it just wasn't uh wasn't feeling right i didn't want to worry about like the animal cruelty the Mm -hmm. the or feel like i was contributing to any of that so Mm -hmm. it was just easy enough for me to to quit although like the last for some reason the last few weeks all i've wanted is like a pastrami sandwich and uh um actually corned beef sandwich and uh and and uh with like really good sauerkraut on, on some Jewish rye and mm-hmm. some Swiss and mustard. Yeah. And, uh, and pepperoni pizza for some yeah. reason. This isn't the part where it's now, this is the part where I tell you that miracle mile is on the street. I know that's, I think that's why I've been having, cause I drive, I, that's, I turn that corner all the freaking time. Oh man. She gets some Rubens. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go big. <laughs> Man. Oh, that Ruben there is just It's very tempting to to just go do that. It's a monstrosity. I'm sorry, I'm not making it better for no, you. No, you're not. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. Okay, so there's another day here that I wanted to see because I thought this was important. This was one that hit home to me mm-hmm. and I feel like it was also apropos of us doing the live show. Um Hi. and uh Good morning, everybody. How oh, yeah. this is a particular fear that I conquered, actually. Thank you, Your Honors. This morning, I would like to begin in the 34th year of life. Mr. Miller had accepted a speaking engagement to represent all of the West Coast advertising agencies in a very important speech to the Ford Motor Company. Yeah, that's one particularly at home for you, surely. It could have worked wonders for his career. Let's not make this the end of the world, okay? May we go to 3477, please? Like sardines. Are you ready? What? I can't do it. There's too many people. I just look. There's too many people. I can't go out there. You've got to go I out there. I can't go out there. This, something's happened to me. This is way, way too many people. I'm having horrible stage fright. I can't go out there. Hey, you got to go out there. Peter, a lot of people are counting on I can't you. Come do on. it. I'm going to make a fool of myself. No, you're not. I can't do it. I can't do it. My heart yes, is can. racing. I can't do it. I am having some sort of anxiety attack. Come on. You know this stuff. You look great. Peter, Let's go. I can't think straight. Now, listen to me. That's too many people. I don't want to go out there. You have to cancel this. Let's go quickly. You're on. Um, he's having a little bit of trouble. Just give us a second, all right? Let's go. You've got a full house. It's packed. Let's go. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please welcome our speaker for today from Foot Conan Belding, Mr. Daniel Miller? I'll be right here if you need me. The makeup, yeah, it's tragic, and the way his Drew froze teased out. 
Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Nothing serious, but we have a gas leak under this room. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like you all to file out very orderly. This is only for the clock. Yeah, and he knows. Yeah. He was he was gonna bomb it. Your honors, I would have shown this day to illustrate just how brave Mr. Miller is. With all the pain and panic and confusion going on in his mind, he still walked out to that microphone. He never said anything. There was a gas leak. <laughs> yes, but he never went back and accomplished it. He never got up in front of a large group of people again. Huh, maybe he didn't want to. Mr. Miller accepted that speaking engagement with a great deal of excitement. He wanted to be there. If he had accomplished that moment, I believe that the rest of his life... So, yeah, there you get the idea. And he's yeah. starting to really get the idea, too, and feel like this is not going well for him. Like, I've been, I've been terribly scared. Yeah. I, I mean, I as in Albert Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> now, though it could apply to me. <laughs> as since we're not doing this as a commentary, what other points do you really want to hit? Well, um, I mean, obviously we've gone to the we've established, firmly established that Albert Brooks is someone whose life throughout his life was ruled by fear. Yeah, uh, and Barbara Streisand. And right, <laughs> yes, and you know I think the two easily go hand in hand. Yeah. So, but it's interesting. There are some interesting parallels here now. Mm. I, if, if I'm spoiling this for anybody, I'm sorry. This is a movie that's, it, what, like 30 years old almost? Yeah, so, it turns 30 in two years. Yeah, so uh, you've, you've had plenty of opportunity to see it. Mm -hmm. And I, whatever I say is not a real spoiler because the true joy is in watching it. But, it, you know, Albert Brooks and, and, and Meryl Streep continue to fall in love, but mm -hmm. he has another opportunity to to like get past the fear of being with somebody um and he doesn't he chickens out but he knows in his mind too like a i'm he knows a few things a he knows he's up he's yeah. not someone who's above the station yeah he's also pretty much clear here that he is not moving on yeah like there's a, there's that scene where you see her rescuing her whole family from yes. a burning house. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like, and going back for the cat. Yes. And yeah. going back for the cat. <laughs> um, and, you know, so, so that's pretty clear. Uh, so, but he's checking it out and, mm -hmm. you know, he wakes up the next morning and it hits him that he made the wrong choice mm -hmm. and he tries, but doesn't know her last name. So he can't get a hold of her and yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada. And so that's his first attempt. And then, you know, he, he obviously they're on the trams, they're going their separate ways. She's moving on, he's going back. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he finally does it, obviously. Mm -hmm. He finally overcomes. And then they're watching that scene and they, they open the doors for him. Yep. So, so that's, I mean, that's defending your life. It would be nice to, to do like a full commentary on something. And I think that we could do it pretty well. Mm -hmm. But um, the, but like, the important thing I think here, though, too, is that I, there's a lot of Eleanor 
in Albert Brooks's character, mm-hmm. or Albert Brooks's character in Eleanor, since he was the predecessor. Yep, she's know? scared. She didn't live in a uh, didn't exactly live in the most grave circumstances. Right. Yes. Um, she's materialistic, um, and I mean, he's not going to donate to a charity anytime soon. Yeah. 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 Um, he's not quite as pathetic. Right. <laughs> now. I, you know, but there, there are some, there are lots of very similar things. He wasn't, he wasn't quite as obviously terrible as, as she was to people, but right. you know, there, there is this element too, though, of, of, of that, um, both, uh, the good place and defending your life recognize fear of intimacy as a big thing to overcome mm-hmm. and being vulnerable with somebody. Yeah. And here it's manifests in Albert Brooks's choice to, to break free of his tram and run across despite being shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somehow a man in his shape jumping to the other tram. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Eleanor's case, it, like planting one on Cheaty mm-hmm. or actually Cheaty planting one on Eleanor. Right. But, yeah. But I mean, even to your point, like in, in the beginning of like talk about fear of intimacy, mm-hmm. his biggest conversation he has with another person is with uh, Brenda from now to Ono's dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. while he's on a cell phone talking about a Jeep. Yeah. And how I'm not going to want to hang out with you for my birthday. I want to drive around in my new car. Yeah. Because alone. I am the personification of a West Coast yuppie. Right. Yes. Yeah. So. I think that this I think this is a good entry point for us doing this as we go forward talking about some other things that were that had big influence on the good place and they're definitely I mean I think it's it's I think it's pretty fair to say that this was a big influence on the show. I think it's a huge influence. It's like obviously it's like um like large elements of the system in the good place is Yes. Um it's definitely um I think my big complaint about this movie is not a visual stunner. <laughs> no, but but it's an Albert Brooks movie, and yeah. and that's not he's not uh, he's he, that's not what you go for. Yeah. It's you go for the writing and how you know it's yeah it's mm-hmm. it, the sight gags and that that kind of thing. So I think the one thing that too like so there's a point too where they go to a Buco de Papio type restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, the pies, the pies, the pies, the boxes, the pies. <laughs> I didn't ask for these, these pies. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and he's clearly nervous in front of the lawyer, like oh, the prosecutor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, she uses that to her advantage, right? Like by saying, "Like, well, you didn't sleep with this woman last night." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you had a chance. You had you the did. chance and chickened out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's a good place to leave it. I see what you did there. See what I did there. I see what you did there. And uh, I think we both come down on recommending defending your life. If oh you've yeah, never seen it. Um, you should watch all of Albert Brooks's movies. And I, you should definitely tell us how looking for comedy in the Muslim world is. Right, since neither one of us have seen it. Yeah. Um, I heard so, the muse isn't that good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear great things about it either. That's <laughs> why. I didn't, didn't watch it though it seems um i think this is thinking about his oeuvre or mm-hmm. his filmography like julie Haggerty is a good actress but i mean yeah. like meryl streep 
Yeah. And then he gets... And they had really good chemistry, too. I, yeah. I thought they worked really well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, he gets Debbie Reynolds for Mother. Yeah. Yeah. He gets Sharon freaking Stone for and Andy Muse. McDowell yeah. for The Muse. Yeah. I don't know who was in... If there was any, any actor. But he's like... He writes... He must obviously write women well for that for these strong actresses. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he does characters well. I think he's, you know... Um, yeah, I it, it's he's he's a great writer, and mm-hmm. which is evidenced by the fact that I think Twenty Thirty is a really good book. Can you think um, of any other like ways, not so much on the Good Place, but Albert Brooks's influence on like cinema or or comedy? Well, I think that that there's some lasting influence even in. Um, you know, in, in a performance style too. I think that's where you where I think that's sort of a genesis for like an, an, an Andy Samberg type. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly at least in, in Brooklyn nine, nine, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Cause it's another Michael Shore. but, um, you know, there's there even, uh, in somebody like, uh, uh, Seth Myers or in, Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't think you think about that. Yeah. So I think that he, he's definitely had a lot of, of lasting influence in there. Um, I, I think that he, uh, that his is felt maybe a little more subtly than Woody Allen's is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they're, and, and to be honest, as, as big a Woody Allen fan as, as I am, I think that Albert Brooks is a better writer. Oh, um, certainly yeah. his characters are more uh, are more fleshed out. They're less less static and, and wooden. But. Well, I would argue to your point to your point that when I watch a Woody Allen movie, I know clearly it's about Woody Allen. Oh yeah. Whereas with an Albert Brooks movie, there are some elements of Albert Brooks in it, but. Um, well, and Albert Brooks is also a better actor. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, Broadcast News. Um, oh, God, you yes. Know, wonderful, wonderful film. I highly recommend Broadcast News. Mm-hmm. And Drive. Drive. Yep, Drive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I thought he was great in This Is 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, Out of sight. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was, sure. Um, him and Clooney just going. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't act a lot, but when he does, I think he's, he's very good. I think he's, I think more, I think at least since Drive, mm-hmm. I think people have noticed he plays a heavy really well. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And to the point where... Um, he I has think, some menace to him. He has the capability of having some mm-hmm. some menace. And I think since then, he's been cast as a villain since more and more since then. Yeah. And it seems he seems to be doing pretty well. Good for um, him. So, Good for you, Mr. Albert Brooks. You're, um, yeah, he's, I, I just find him so terribly funny and yes. just wonderfully. And I, I know we're, um, I mean, I know that he, he has more imagination uh, to going back to that Woody Allen mm-hmm. Brooks argument. He has more imagination than Allen where I know like not all of this is like comes from his, well, to be it's there's dirty laundry, or I think that there is some argument that he's a better he does a better study of the human condition than Woody Allen does. Mm-hmm. Woody Allen he gets caught up in in, in being very cerebral about things and and of course paying 
homage wherever he can to to his favorite filmmakers mm-hmm. and so forth. And I think he gets caught up a lot in 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 that sort of thing. Whereas Albert Brooks feels like a much more natural uh, writer and director mm-hmm. and actor. You know, so so man. At nearly forty, am I coming down on the side of preferring Albert Brooks to Woody Allen? Oh, have you seen the preview to Woody Allen's new movie? I have not. I don't. I it it's. I can't, man. I I, I didn't it, see. I didn't even see the last one. I didn't see Cafe Society. I didn't um, either. I did watch the show he did for Amazon, and I I didn't like it. Um, I think the last one I saw was the one with Emma Stone, and I kind of stopped. Blue Jasmine was really good. Oh, Blue Jasmine's amazing. Um, all day yeah so anyway Dice is in it <laughs> he is I, I thought Dice did a good performance in uh, that um, another reason for you to see Star is Born Dice is in it that's not enough of a selling point for me man Dice is in it Chappelle is in it yeah um, there's a lot of Sam Elliott's in it yeah yeah I think I just I hate Bradley Cooper Really? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. So I sh- shouldn't say hate because I've enjoyed him as as Rocket and and I liked uh, American Hustle. Uh, there are some things that he's been in that I've enjoyed. I just I'm not a big fan of him. Well, in the beginning, uh, not that I wanted to go on a Bradley Cooper tangent, but why not? <laughs> um, like uh, in the beginning, like in the beginning of his actor career, acting career, when he was or like when he was like. I liked him in Wet Hot American Summer, of course, because mm. that movie's amazing. Um, but um, like, and Wayne Crashers, when he has like frosted tips and sure, like yeah. he plays the bro, and pretty much a whole lot of movies. Like I couldn't stand him. I'm like, oh god, it's this dick again. <laughs> Something happened when he started. I, I mean, even in the Hangover movies, I could take him or leave him. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't watch those movies for Bradley Cooper. You watch them for Zach Gaffigan-Nakis. Yeah. Um, something happened when you started working with David O. Russell. Yeah. Well, that, because David O. Russell's a good filmmaker. That's, yes. You know. Um, and since then, I've really grown to admire his style. Like, I don't necessarily agree with some of the parts of American Sniper, mm-hmm. but I really like him in that movie. Um, it gets a little political towards the end because it's Clint Eastwood Eastwood. Um, but he's does a dead on Avar and Star is Born Mm -hmm. Um, um, and especially with like the the Jim Blossom face he's got the bloated drunk face Um, lately like he just kills it every time I'm on I'm on Team Cooper from now on at this point I maybe you know, hey, I'm just realizing I prefer Albert Brooks to Woody Allen and maybe I'll join you there someday. I don't know. If things so. things are changing. I'm I'm apparently going through I don't know, whatever. But um, the, it's the watch um I I mean Oh and I like Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. Well that's David O. Russell. So. Yeah, I know. Well exactly. I so because like it, it's David O. Russell. Yeah. So. Um and you like American Hustle. I'm just saying give um Make Stars Born, watch the first hour of Stars Born and make it the cherry on the top of your summer, Jared. We'll see about that. <laughs> I, I think I might need a better cherry. All right, guys. That's, <laughs> that's going to that's gonna do it. 
thank you as always for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, again, at what the fork pod on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, put either uh, an at before it or after it, and you'll get something to us. Yes. And, uh, and LTD underscore engagement, Jason E. Kyle. Uh, and hopefully we will have seen you and uh, met you all at the uh, at the live What the Fork. Yep. And um, if you were there yesterday, which is two days from now, thank you for coming. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. We're out. Take it sleazy. Yes. <laughs>